Welcome to the Van Hack Podcast, the podcast for tech talent that wants to get hired abroad. Alini Bicodo, interview advisor and team leader, will lead this webinar and she'll introduce you to all the speakers and the whole the session will happen and you'll get to know about the, you'll get to know all about the ultimate guided journey how to get that dream international job and you know what these amazing advisors will chart it out for you and it's going to help you all so much so i'm passing the floor to alini uh, and i welcome you all let's let's get, say hello to them all everybody you need to you know welcome them all with a huge round of comments so yes <laughs> welcome alini and the team awesome thank you so much isa so before we start let me share my screen here so we have an amazing preparation here a presentation and then and now we can start right so yeah um welcome everybody thank you so much for joining us today um in this largest online conference for tech talents right who want to get their dream job um, abroad correct uh, so as Isa mentioned, my name is Alini. I am responsible for interview preparation in Van Hack. Um, and today I invited this amazing interview preparation squad who has been working with me preparing hundreds uh, of candidates along the way, right? Um, and today we're going to um, walk you through what um, an average um, journey could be at Van Hack, right? So, here you have all of our names. Uh, the nine of us will be giving you lots of tips and sharing some secrets from, you know, behind the scenes of interviewing. So um, I highly recommend you take your notes because it's going to be massive, right? <laughs> and um, yeah, so another thing is, since we have a lot of content to share with you guys today, um, your, com your questions, if you have some, <coughs> Uh, please share in the chat, okay? So, um, and uh, we will be managing them mostly in the chat itself, okay? Great. So, um, here's our agenda. Um, as I mentioned, we, we are going to be covering the topics where our team has an impact in the hiring process, okay? So, but I'll be walking you through the entire journey, you know, uh, as if it was uh, you, you know, applying for jobs at Van Heck. And another thing is stay tuned because at the end we're going to have, we're going to play a fun game uh, where we are going to be answering some interview questions and uh, giving you a taste of what the practice interview with our team could look like, right? So with that said, uh, yeah, buckle up, sit tight and uh, your guided journey is about to start, all right? Um, so here, um, we have an overview of what an average um, journey through Van Hack could look like, right? So let me just, just a second, I have, I'm listening to some background noise. So I will ask my team to <laughs> please collaborate with me and uh, let's keep our microphones on mute, right? And then we can uh, jump into the conversation. Um, as we planned. Um, all right, so this is the average journey, you know, um, that you go could go through Van Hack, 
right? So what happens is you join Van Hack, you create your account, correct? But that's not enough. Uh, you need to go through the onboarding flow. You need to fill out your profile with your main skills, secondary skills. Uh, the most important information, the mandatory information first, because that's your ticket to start getting noticed by our recruiters and also to let our ATS system identify your profile, right? So that's very important um, piece of, uh, of your journey here, right? So that's the very uh, beginning of it. Um, next, uh, let's talk about the um, profile verification phase, right? Which consists in two uh, main stages, right? So let's start with the English verification. And uh, we have Leandro here, our uh, verification expert. And uh, one, one very interesting thing about the English verification is that sometimes we get questions like, well, I'm a native speaker. Um, should I go through this verification? I, you know, I've been speaking English my entire life. So Leandro, why even native speakers should take the English verification? Yeah, and exactly. You see, all the candidates should take that, even native speakers. Uh, the, the English verification, first let's understand that. The English verification is another key to unlock the job application phase where you were required to record three videos answering one common interview question. Pay attention on that. One common interview question in each. That's it, because many companies consider those videos as their primary screening, which means that it's your opportunity to start selling your expertise even before actually speaking with a recruiter. And that's why during the, the English test, you can prepare yourself beforehand to make sure you are delivering your best professional pitch. And even if you are not satisfied with that, uh, while you are recording, you can pause, you can delete a video, you can try again a few times, there's no problem. But let's say after submitting them, you are not satisfied with the results. There's no problem because you can first improve your skills and then after 30 days, you can record again your videos. Uh, well, I, I like our English test because it's not like those tests where you can use Google Translator, okay? It's you, you actually record videos with relevant content and your videos will be evaluated by a specialist. That's why companies trust in these results, in the results. Awesome. That's great, Leandro. And yeah, if we can summarize English verification, we can say that's like our virtual business card, you know, the very first contact that a candidate can have with the companies, even before speaking to anybody, right? So that's very important. Make yourself um, seen out there, right? Um, and uh, as Lando mentioned, uh, this is a mandatory step to start applying for jobs at the hack. However, there's always a way to boost your profile, right? So let's talk a little bit about the code verification. How can the candidates take advantage of those challenges, Leandro? Yeah, actually, challenges are amazing because uh, you see, first, it, as you said, they are an amazing opportunity to show your skills and stand out in the crowd. Uh, and don't be afraid of them. Just don't. Okay, it's important. Uh, see, something you should know is that some companies, they only accept candidates with 
code challenge is done. So what does it mean? It means that it's better to you have a low score than no score at all. Anyway, uh, let's say you were not the, your best moment at that time and you have some issues, okay? There's no problem because again, after a period, in this case, after 90 days, you can try again uh, or after 90 days, 90 days or when we update our tests on our platform, something that happens this week, actually. Okay, so even those that made a test a few weeks ago are able to do it again now. All right, awesome. And yeah, there's always room for improvement, right, Leandro? Exactly. So, and yeah, and we shouldn't be afraid, you know, of demonstrating those skills and uh, knowing that the companies um, consider that, can consider that in their selection process. I think that's a, a plus that you can work on your profile, right? Um, all right, so moving a little bit more, uh, let's consider the perfect scenario here, okay? We had a candidate, we had a person, an amazing tech professional who joined VanHack, went through the uh, onboarding flow, um, submitted that English verification, took the time to work on code verification as well, you know, started browsing the jobs and found that one job that, you know, fits their profile perfectly. Correct. And uh, this candidate decided to apply to this job. And again, in a perfect scenario, our recruiters, while reviewing those applications, uh, they have shortlisted this person, right? Which means that our recruitment team, uh, one of our recruiters responsible for managing um, that job position, is going to share a list of strong profiles with the hiring company, right? So in the perfect scenario, that candidate is in that phase. Um, and uh, the company is about to see their profile, right? So in the meantime, in between our recruiters sharing their profiles um, and the company actually uh, officially selecting someone to interview, right? Uh, this is where a very strong profile uh, makes all the difference, right? So. In the beginning, you might have just created your account and filled out uh, the most important information, the required ones. But now, when you get shortlisted, that's the time to sharpen your profile. So you make sure that you can stand out from that list that was shared with the hiring company. Right, Priscilla? Priscilla is our profile expert currently. She has been doing profile um, reviews for the Premier Academy. So... Yeah, can you tell us, you know, what what topics, what points of the profile um, the candidate could work on in this phase? Okay, uh, so here are some tips to make sure that your profile stays on the top of the pile, and that's what you want, right? So um, it's very important that you fill in all the fields that are required because then uh, it really makes the work of the recruiter easier. So as Leandro mentioned, do the code challenges, make it as easy as you can for the recruiters to identify your skills and include a photo. I see many profiles without a photo and profiles with pictures call more attention because people want to connect the name with a face. So make sure your face is visible, you know, not the ones with sunglasses or hats. Make sure people can see your face. 
Also, it's very important to do your English verification and include the videos because that also is your calling card. And uh, remember that everything you share uh, on your profile needs to be in English. Uh, so th this is key to being considered for a job. And the ATS sometimes doesn't pick up on misspelled words and other languages. So review, edit until you make, you're sure that everything is according to uh, uh, what needs to happen so the ATS and the recruiter can easily identify. Uh, very important to connect the experience, your experience to the job description, okay? So be sure to include keywords that are aligned with the job descriptions. And really take the time to describe your activities in each company in a way that highlights your skills and tech skills and soft skills. You can start by using strong verbs, the STAR method that we always talk about to share your stories as well as the impact your work has. So make sure you include numbers, how much it increased productivity or how many problems you solved. That really uh, highlights your competency and we can help you with that. Awesome, amazing. And speaking of the STAR method, Priscilla, um, maybe uh, some of our audience haven't heard about that mm -hmm. or not. So could you quickly uh, tell us what, what it is? Sure. Uh, and to sum it up, the S is for situation. So in some brief words, you just explain to the uh, recruiter what the situation that was happening, like the project you were working on, what was, what was that about, what problem needed to be solved. Then the T is for task. Uh, and that's where you would say, I was responsible for this, this, and this. A is for action. I did this, this, and this. And then you can include the technologies you used, all the steps you took to solve that problem. And the result would be the numbers. Okay, so how did that uh, action that you took impact the company, solve the problem, etc.? Awesome. Thank you so much, Priscilla. And this time method we can always use when we are interviewing as well, right? It helps us to organize our ideas, our stories, and tell um, them to the interviewers, right? Uh, and yeah, just reinforcing what Priscilla said, um, when improving your profile, when um, describing your experience, remember to share the impact that your job did, that your solutions did, right? Because this is what you're bringing to the next job, to the next company. And this is what they want to see, right? They want to see what um, are you bringing, what, how you're going to contribute with that, right? So be proud of your achievements as well, right? Uh, great, great. And uh, another thing that I would like to reinforce is, as I mentioned, we need to keep in mind that uh, being shortlisted by our recruitment team means that a company will see your profile, right? But the responsibility of inviting a candidate to uh, an interview comes from the hiring company, right? So they will give like the, the final word, let's say that, yes, I want to interview these many candidates. Um, and then what happens when you get uh, invited to an interview? That can be terrifying, right? Especially when it's your very first time interviewing for an international company, it's not in your native language, right? So in this stage, again, following the perfect scenario, that candidate just improved their profile, 
got the attention of the company. The company even uh, watched all of the videos, the English verification videos, and like, yes, I really want to talk to this person. So in between the time when the company invites you for an interview and the real interview, that's when this interview preparation uh, squad, this amazing team of interview advisors come to the rescue, right? Uh, so um, one thing that I would like to mention since we speak about sharing results and numbers and so on, um, I'm really proud of saying that um, and this year, 2021, uh, we got over 400 uh, of Van Hackers hired by our hiring partners. And 93% of those uh, Van Hackers, they had the chance to attend at least one uh, practice interview with one of us or many of us. You know, some candidates uh, get the chance to have more than one uh, practice session, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, it... it definitely makes the difference because this is where we're going to share, uh, you know, those hidden secrets, those uh, strategies that will help you share the right information in the right moment, you know? So since this is what uh, we do on a daily basis, we prepare candidates for interviewing, uh, let's dive into the interviewing process itself, right? So, um, Actually, before starting with the behavioral interviews, um, I would like to invite Anurag to share a little bit uh, of his experience, right? You have been in the Canadian market for a while now, um, and we have this amazing opportunity of having you in our team as well. So can you tell us um, how the, the, hiring, the interviewing process can happen in North America? Sure, Lini. So as everybody has mentioned I'll, I'll i'll just combine everything together the average hiring process is pretty much the same as every other country but the key here is to understand that everything boils down to one point why is why are we suggesting and uh, enforcing that you guys please complete your profile do the code verification record the videos it all boils down to one single point which is how comfortable can you make the interviewer to your candidature? As in, the candidate should be indirectly conveying this message to the interviewer that if you hire me, you can relax. I'll get the job done. Don't worry about it. If that happens, the job is yours. But it's not as simple as that, right? It becomes tricky with the international job hunting. Why? Because the work culture is different. Things happen in different ways. People have different belief systems, language barriers, so many other factors, right? So a company can have all these steps written down as a part of the policy that first I'll do the HR process, then the take-home assignment, then the live coding, then the whiteboarding, etc. But because you have a platform like VanHack where you can expose and ensure the companies that this is what I already have, they become a little more familiar with you, right? With the English verification, your profile, your profile picture, and your coding skills and whatnot. You become a little familiar already. And so therefore, the many companies will customize it fully for you. They'll not go through all the steps for you. So it's not like the, that is, the, the processes are set in stone. They're fully customizable. If they like you already with your coding score and your English videos, they might skip two, three processes. We have had candidates who just had two interactions with the company and they got job offers, right? Exactly. Especially those who attend the hiring events. 
you know, uh, now we're having those uh, virtual hiring fairs where candidates get paired with uh, companies and they have like only five minutes to speak with the company. And many of them uh, actually land their first interview after that, you know, and uh, it's, it's really amazing to see um, how the preparation uh, comes, you know, as a very important part of the hiring process. And uh, as Anurag mentioned, uh, we can say that every hiring process slash interview is different. So um, candidates must be prepared also to improvise, right? Because it's not going to be uh, the same um, format every time, right? Um, another thing that I really like to, to mention uh, to candidates when I'm speaking with them is that applying for a job abroad uh, is actually a full stack job you know see how many skills uh, a candidate had to already demonstrate you know until getting to this interview phase and it doesn't stop there right there's all uh, all the hiring the, the interviewing process and lots of other skills to to be demonstrated right um so let's start with the behavior interviews um Many companies have them, right? Sometimes with the HR, um, sometimes with the team uh, for a cultural fit and so on. And for behavior interviews, we really want to avoid red flags. And this is one of, uh, of the mission of this team, right? In the practice interviews, we are always uh, take care of the red flags, you know, um, guiding you uh, to present your um, your experience on the best way, you know, on a strategic way. Correct, Marina? Marina has been in the team for a while now. She has conducted over 1,000 mock practice <laughs> interviews. So you really want to listen to her, to what she, she has to say here. Yes. What I would like to talk here is about some very common mistakes that may uh, really uh, hinder you in a job interview. Yes. Um, the number one is lack of professionalism. Yeah. Uh, for example, there are I have already had many candidates in practice interview arriving late, 10 minutes late, 15 minutes late. This is a sin in a job uh, interview, yes? So be on time. Uh, present yourself, presenting yourself untidy. Yeah, um, the hair, oh, when I remember once it looked like the person had already, uh, had just gotten out of bed. How you dress, uh, having the equipment and software not working properly during the call. Um, not keeping eye contact, this is very important. Um, uh, other, you know, we keep equipment or other applications working at the same time so you can hear these applications ringing, yes? Um, uh, some kinds of noises like these, you know, sometimes candidates get nervous and start using these kind of things and uh, this is no good. A second big mistake is lack of preparation. You need to prepare beforehand. Uh, preparation includes analyzing the job description, first of all, yes. Researching the company, this is very, very important. Go everywhere you can to research the company, not only the site or the careers page. You know, you have Glassdoor, you go to a Google search, YouTube, LinkedIn, 
everywhere possible, yes? Um, then you are going to know uh, what is happening, what, what kind of company, what they want, the job description. Then you are going to start preparing the answers. Many candidates, they come to practice interviews without any preparation. When I ask them about a successful project, they can't remember, yes? So this is part of preparation, yeah? Um, prepare your answers. Think about what you are going to say. Um, tell stories. The stories always rem remain in the mind of the interviewer. It's easy to remember. Number three mistake is lack of content, yes? Because you're not prepared for some common questions, yeah? Some of them are really tricky. For example, um, if they ask you about your weaknesses, yes, it is really funny. Uh, uh, candidates are able to talk about their strengths, but they always have problems talking about weaknesses. So you have to prepare these answers. Uh, talking about a situation when you failed, yes? Why you left a job? Why do you want to leave your current job? Uh, why do you have a gap in your resume? So these are very tricky questions and you need to prepare beforehand. The last one, uh, of course, uh, the last one that I want to talk about is negativity, yeah? Never ever badmouth your current or former managers or the company uh, where companies where you worked before, yeah? Find a way to be positive all the time or at least neutral, yes? Uh, so I guess that these are the most common mistakes, Alini. Awesome. Mistakes are my favorite subject, you know, because I have failed myself, you know. And uh, and funny thing is, I remember that uh, I was interviewing and uh, when I was still um, working as a developer and uh, the interviewer asked me um, if I could tell them about a mistake I made. And uh, I wasn't prepared for that, so I couldn't remember anything. And uh, I'm sure that was when I failed that interview, right? So that's why I am here to, <laughs> to help you guys to not make the same mistakes as I did before, right? Uh, so that's why it's very, very important to prepare yourself, know your career very well, right? Um, yeah, so, uh, and by the way, we do have a podcast about the, the most common mistakes as well. So you definitely want to check that out on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, it was super fun to record that as well. Um, all right, so moving right along to technical interviews, right? Uh, and I guess those are the most exciting to, to the tech talents here, right? So for those ones, um, I have two main questions, right? And uh, I would like to start with Murilo and uh, uh, Santiago. Um, can you tell us uh, from your experience as well, right? But either interviewing as a candidate or interviewing other candidates or mentoring candidates, right? Uh, what are the interviewers actually evaluating in technical interviews? All right. Yes, Lini. So this can be a little bit frightening, right? So the technical interview has finally come and um, this is the time to show your knowledge. But down the line, I would say that this is all about communication. So communication is one of the most important skills that you can show here. The interviewer wants to understand 
how you are going to deal when you are dealing with problems and challenges on your day-to-day. -day. So think about the technical interview as if you are dealing uh, with any task on your day-to-day. -day. So you have to build a new, a new task, a new feature, or maybe resolve a bug. So you have to clarify your concerns, understand the premises of the problem. So before start thinking about the solution, try to have a conversation with the interviewer. At the end of the day, it's just another human being. And he or she is probably there to help you succeed. If you are the right person, it's better for them. So try to think like that. Uh, communicate. And after you start solving the problem, keep asking for feedback. Keep communicating with the interviewer. Uh, so this shows that you are prepared for a task, a real-life task. So, yeah. Sure. Sure, Marino. Uh... I, I agree completely with you. And I think that uh, it's important to, to understand this purpose of this li uh, live encoding assessment and other kind of coding uh, processes that you go through. And communicating, it's important because it's maybe the closest way that they have to see how you will be really in action on a daily basis. Uh, they want to imagine you to simulate uh, what's going to be having you as a part of a team, as someone they can rely on, someone who can share and spread their knowledge. So um, it's not all just about coding, just about best practices. It's really important that you communicate and they can know what kind of a team player you are. And also because of the senior positions uh, you, can, you can apply to, it's important that you show how you will be as a mentor. Uh, and it's important for you to understand that it's uh, you can explain things like you're you're dealing with a junior dad that's uh, trying to ask you for help. So it's important that you understand that it's a it's a way of showing your skills, your technical skills, but also the ability to uh, teach something, to be a, a leader in some ways. Okay. Awesome. Perfect. And I think one uh, one point here that we can emphasize is also that the interviewer uh, is definitely not against the candidate. You know, the company is looking for someone who can solve problems, right? Who can join the team, join the project, take ownership and get things done, right? So they are really looking for a partnership. So don't be afraid. You know, interviews are mostly like, Take it as business meetings. You know, you are presenting your solutions. You are presenting uh, to the company what you have to sell to them, right? Um, and uh, as I said, I had, I had two main questions about technical interviews. So still speaking of them, um, I would like to, to hear from Grace and from Alejandro. Um, when, we, when we think about technical interviews, um, with primarily think about our technical skills, right? Of showing case, uh, show ca showing case our, um, how can I say? Our abilities of coding and so on, right? So I would like to hear from uh, you, and I can start with Alejandro, I guess. Um, what is the importance of the soft skills? Oh, oh, I see, Grace is back. So Grace and Alejandro, it's, it's, the stage is yours. What is the importance of soft skills at technical interviews? 
Well, uh, hello everyone. Uh, they share platforms on both. So when we talk about this interview, we are talking about, as Modelo said, communication skills, right? So technical and soft skills are necessary at this point. You need great skills to speak about your accomplishments, first of all. So if you are not able to talk about a project you have worked on or to demonstrate this good interaction uh, with that person you are talking to, how could you tell them, how could you show that you have those skills to, well, uh, in your day-to-day -to, -day to have team interactions or, or even when we talk about communication with cl uh, clients, how could you do that? it's very important to consider both. You are being analyzed and well, they will be talking to you, uh, looking at many points, not just the technical aspects at this time. Right, and I would also want to mention is something that Santiago mentioned too, about your, your ability to mentor, because it, these soft skills is those things that make you different, that make you unique, because you're not only a, a technical, people as technical person that are quite with knowledge with that, but you also can develop a lot of other things. Um, in this part, you can also mention things that you make you different about the technical, the things you comment to people, and the thing that make you unique and re be over a standard candidate, right? Yes, awesome, great overview. Yeah, as I mentioned, just like a full stack job, you need to take care of several uh, skills as well. You know, uh, it's about presenting who you are as a professional, as a whole professional, not just how you code, right? Um, and um, after going through all the interview process, right? Uh, on a perfect scenario, uh, let's say that candidate gets to the final round. And uh, what does it mean? So I would like to, to hear from, from Grace first. Um, from your experience mentoring the candidates, preparing candidates for uh, both first interviews and final interviews, what are the main differences between them? I would say that this is my favorite part, guys. <laughs> so along the process, basically, you have the opportunity to show your skills. You get to know more about the company and so on. So you have interviews with HR, depending on the selective process and the order, as we talked previously. So you have opportunity to talk about your background, past experiences, and then get to know more about them. And well, when you talk about it, we also call, well, can recall about technical challenges and so on. But when we go to a final round, it's basically a mix of all the past rounds because uh, here you have something uh, more deep with the company, you know more about them. And then we have, I used to say that we have something more intense. So basically, it's your chance to close the deal. So, how do that? Uh, you can show you see yourself working at that place, you feel close to that company already and your future teammates, and then you love that idea of representing their brand. So the company is there to double check if the candidate, if you are a good fit. And then not just when we talk about technical skills, but I usually say that you have three points, right? You have the technical skills, soft skills, and also this cultural fit. So we are talking about how you identify yourself with that company and the kind of product they are selling, they are delivering to the client. So also, as I always say, it's an exchange of advantages. The company needs to confirm you're a good fit 
but it's your chance to to identify if the company is a good fit for you too. So ask questions, make you, make sure that you have enough information to go through that position and then understand if in case you receive a, a good job offer, you can accept that and you don't have questions anymore about that. Awesome, great. And uh, to add up to what Grace just uh, shared with us, um, I would like to invite Anurag to share his experience as well. So uh, Anurag has already landed a job in Canada, right? So he's, he's the man, he's the one to tell us the truth about final rounds. So when we get to that long, you know, in a hiring process, uh, as a candidate, can we just relax and take it like, yeah, the company already likes me, that job's mine, or what is the catch at final rounds? That would be a big mistake, Alimi. Um, it, it almost comes natural to us human beings that, okay, HR round, technical round, coding interviews, everything's done, and then you kind of feel confident. But as the saying goes, there's a very fine line of difference between confidence and overconfidence. Everyone has heard about that story, right? The rabbit versus the turtle race, right? And we all know what happens in the end, the rabbit takes a nap. So my suggestion is never take anything for granted because opportunities are as slippery as an eel fish. They'll slip right out. I'll give you my example. I remember I was interviewing with MasterCard right? MasterCard and Visa are the two biggest credit card providers and processors. So I was in the final round. And a funny thing is, some I had two final rounds. One was with a vice president, one was with the tech lead at that point of time. This was about five or six years ago. And they asked me a question, why do you want to work with us? And of course, th this company was in Canada, I was back home. And then I just was confident enough and I, I felt like telling them the honest truth which was like i'm fed up of the work culture in my country uh, there's no work-life balance and and all of that right of course i put it nicely but that's the message that i conveyed which unfortunately didn't fall in the category uh, actually did fall in under the category of negativity as marina mentioned right and so i lost that job that one line cost me my job, right? The final round, guys, is also your final check. It's not just a formality. It is a final check. As you can gather from everyone who's talking here, that everything is about making the interviewer comfortable and the interviewer is going to check whether you are the right candidate because they don't know you enough, right? And that only seems fair when they're hiring somebody from 10,000 miles apart from a different country altogether, different continent altogether. So it's all about checking how you, a new addition to their existing ecosystem of their work culture are going to impact it positively, negatively, however it is, right? So a lot of research, a lot of practice and being prepared is the only key. Don't take anything for granted, guys. Awesome, that's great, Anurag. And I think that one uh, highlight that we can um, have here is, we need to be honest, of course, but we need to be strategic, right? Um, I have seen candidates coming to the practice interview with us um, and being really honest about their reasons. Uh, and when we give this feedback, you know, telling them, well, um, 
it's better to connect with your professional profile, your career goals and so on. And they ask us, well, but I don't want to lie to them. I, I want to be honest with the company, right? So uh, I think Andrea gave us a really good example about um, should we be honest? Yes, but having uh, a strategy behind that, you know, to sharing the correct information, right? Um, yeah, awesome. I think that was amazing. Um, and again, still looking at the perfect scenario, uh, this candidate uh, took this amazing journey, uh, applied for jobs, improved their profile, got selected, went through many interviews, went through the final round, nailed it, received an amazing offer, accepted and got hired, right? So this is what Van Heck is here to help you to do, right? We we are here to guide you through, to help you through your journey, right? So, uh, but I think it's important to mention that uh, it takes a lot of effort, right? It takes a lot of uh, work to be done throughout this journey, right? Each phase requires um, several different skills to accomplish each one, right? Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to pay off, right? Um, and before we play a game, I would like to just sum up saying, again, you know, applying for a job abroad is a full-stack job. You need to take care of several skills. You need to master uh many different uh, things in each phase. You know, you need to have a very great resume and profile. You need to have a great presentation in your English videos, right? You need to work on uh, code challenges. Um, you can, you also need to work on, you know, your GitHub. Uh, in the, the talk before hours, the recruiter was mentioning that, you know, and tomorrow you do have a webinar about uh, how to build an amazing GitHub profile as well. Uh, and then you need to have all those skills for interviewing, right? You need to show to the company that working for them makes sense to your career and uh, you're bringing lots of contributions to them as well. You are selling your knowledge, your expertise. So there's a lot to do. Um, and one thing I can say is, as I said in the beginning, sometimes it can go, you know, very smoothly. Uh, but sometimes we need to try several times. Sometimes we need to take a step back, you know, and go through all the process again and again. But, you know, um, at the end of the day, it takes only one yes to change our lives, you know, and uh, eventually relocate, right? All right. Um, so, as I said, we are going to play a game now. I'll stop sharing my screen. And um, as I mentioned, um, this amazing squad of interview advisors has the mission of preparing candidates for interviews, right? So at VanHack, we offer that practice interview for candidates who have interviews scheduled with, with our hiring partners. So now we're going to play a game to give you a taste of what it could be to have a preparation session with us. So this is how it's going to work. I will invite, we're going to have two rounds, one question at each round. I'm going to invite three speakers. One of them will play the role of the interview advisor and the other two will answer the same question. And you guys who are watching us, listen closely uh, because you're going to vote which answer was the best one according to 
all the tips you just heard, right? And then uh, the interview advisor, you know, the one who's playing that role, is going to give you the feedback about those answers and see if you guys got the, the right one, all right? So to start, I would like to invite um, Leandro. Let me bring you to the stage. Leandro is going to be our interview advisor. Marina is going to be one of the, let's say, candidate and also Anurag. So, Leandro, here it goes. Okay, okay. So, let's put it together because we have a lot of information. That's time to practice that. As Alina mentioned, it's kind of what we do during practice interviews. Just consider that during practicing... Now, I have two amazing candidates here, Anurag and Marina, but during a practice interview, it would be only you and one advisor, okay? Just to reinforce that, so we can consider it. It's just because right now, in, in these in this moments, you can compare both answers. So, great uh, candidates, let's ask the question, the famous question that you as a candidate always face during a hiring process, okay? I, well, I would like to start with, let's start with Anurag, okay? Okay, Anurag, so please, Anurag, tell me about yourself. Good afternoon, Leandro, and thank you for taking the time to speak to me today. So my story is all about curiosity. I've always been this curious person who wants to know what happens behind the scenes, you know? Like, for example, let's say there's a person who's taking a particular decision. I'm, I'm more interested in what was the thought process of that person and why did he make that decision? Let's say a company decides to go with a certain advertisement, so some brand ambassador. Why that person only and why not anybody else? Because there are always alternatives. It's all about choices, right? Now, my parents usually did not like this habit of questioning and, and asking why all the time. But then throughout my academic days, I found out that the answer lies with data. And that's where I chose data science as my career. It has been 14 amazing years working with data and data science, machine learning, artificial intelligence. And I have had the opportunity of helping companies in various domains, retail, e-commerce, banking, finance, healthcare, you, you name it, I've been there, I've done it. And I, I absolutely love doing the greenfield research, uh, creating innovative solutions that connects people and technology, you know, that ultimately makes uh, people's lives easier. For example, um, recently I had this opportunity of creating a heart attack predictor for a healthcare company in the US, which, and, and the main job of that solution was to predict whether a person is going to have a heart attack at least 10 minutes in advance. And till date, that solution has saved over 70 lives. So kind of like feels so good of doing uh, about doing this job and helps you sleep much better at night. Excellent. Okay, nice, nice. Thank you, Anurag. And now it's your turn, Marina, please. Tell me about yourself. You're on mute. Sorry, guys. Okay. What's up, Leandro? Well, 
Uh, I have a few years experience in PHP and HTML. Um, I started my career at Clicking, but didn't stay long because um, they didn't offer me what I needed. Then after six months, I moved to Plina, where I stayed for seven months. Uh, after that, I worked for Lufthansa, but as it was in another country, the time zone didn't work well for, for me, and I started getting really sick, you know. Um, now I'm working as a freelancer, which I prefer, because I can do things my way, yeah. My future goal is to relocate to Canada, ah, yeah. So, you see, the situation in my country is not very good lately, so I want to move, you know, to a better place, get rid of this country. Okay, okay, nice. All right, all right. <laughs> so, Leandro, let's see what our audience thinks, right? So, you heard the two uh, answers, right? Let's see. And here's the poll. So, who did it best? Who do you think answered the question? Tell me about yourself the best way. Let's see, just a few more seconds. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's very interesting. Awesome. Great, great. We do we have over 90% votes for Anurag. So yeah, so let's go back to Leandro. Leandro, okay. who are you going to hire? <laughs> After this, yeah, the, this yeah. Actually, question. the results I believe the results were shown only in, in the last few seconds, right? Okay, just to, to be sure of that. Okay, you guys, did you see that? Uh, uh, the difference between one another. Uh, let, let's start with the, the body language, okay? The, did you see? Uh, I could see the energy, the, the, the enthusiasm in NRAG, okay? And the posture of Marina. Marina, the Oscars goes to you. <laughs> At least the Oscars, because it was amazing, okay? Like this, okay, sometimes. He was kind of sad, uh, uh, her face. He only smiled when he, he talked about relocation. Okay, now I'm happy. <laughs> I'm going to Canada, okay? And, and you see... Uh, talking about this this behavior, you can have an, uh, an idea, okay? Show enthusiasm and energy is important, is uh, crucial during an interview, okay? And avoiding negatives, focus on positives. I know uh, uh, your, your current job could not be the, the best place in the world, the heaven, okay? But always focus on positive, avoiding negatives, okay? What Marina did is what she almost just named all the problems <laughs> she had in previous jobs, okay? That's why she was there. I, I'm thinking probably that's why she was in each job only for a few months, so you can have an idea. What would make me think that she would be with my new company, this new company, for a long time? I, I have no idea, okay? And let's talk a, a little bit about the way uh, NRAG provided. I love it. I love it the way you mentioned why you choose your career, okay? It's awesome because sometimes you can inspire people talking about that. And it's great. If he did that during the interview, you can imagine what he can do during the uh, the actual day, uh, daily basis, okay? So you can have an idea about that. Uh, 
well, we do not have here a job description, but you can you can have an idea that how he matched, how he was talking and using sometimes verbs, words that would connect him with the company, okay? Something when we have a, a, a real situation that probably Anurag would do, okay, is connect even more once he knows the company mission vision, for example, okay? But let's say he's doing an interview for a healthcare company. Perfect match, perfect example he chose to, to talk about an, an amazing product, uh, project, let me say that, okay? And bringing numbers. It's not that something, I, uh, for example, Marina, I worked a few times for a few times. I have no idea how much is a few, okay? So, Anurag mentioning how, how much time he worked on that. So, you can have a, an idea. Of course, we have several, several different situations and several different points we can explore here. We don't have time. That's why during a practice interview, we have 45 minutes just to be with you, talking and uh, helping you to improve your skills, okay? Thank you, guys. Thank you, Marina. Thank you, Anurag. It was amazing. That's amazing, Leandro. Thank you. Thank you, Marina. Thank you, Anurag. Great, great. Now, let's go to the second round really quickly. Um, I'm going to invite Priscilla. She's going to be our interview advisor. And also Murillo and Santiago will be answering the question. So, yeah, it's, the stage is yours. Okay. So, now that everybody's warmed up for detecting good answers, let's invite our two candidates to answer the question and you can vote for the best answer. So, uh, Santiago Murillo, why do you want to quit your current job, Santiago? Uh, well, that's that's an easy one. Actually, I, I don't feel really comfortable with my team anymore. They're not that good. My my, my manager is, is, is not really good. He's, he's really uh, messy with all those deadlines. So I think that would be nice to be other, other, other another place to earn some more money and and i think that relocation is great for me i i, I want to relocate I, I i can't stand this 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 country anymore really i think that there will be better opportunities for me there and i think i can do the job so so uh, that's why okay thank you murilo all right priscilla that's actually a really good question so it's not about my current job. It's about uh, the opportunity that is in front of me. So I really connect myself with the company's values. Uh, I like, I love your mission. I love what you are doing. I believe that your job has the possibility to impact thousands of lives. I love my current job, but I see a really good challenge in front of me. Uh, so that's why I'm willing to go for that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's vote. Awesome. Yeah, now it's the audience's turn. Let me publish the poll. Yes. Is this visible? Yeah. All right. Oh, I can show on the stage. Yes. So who did best, Santiago or Murillo, according to all the tips we've heard today? That is interesting. Awesome, awesome. Again, we have over 90% of the answers for Murillo. Let's see, Priscilla, mm -hmm. who would you hire? <laughs> or who or, or in our case, since our, we prepare candidates, we, yeah. we don't actually have the responsibility of um, deciding if candidate keeps or not in a process. So would you recommend Murillo or Santiago to 
keep going in the process. I would recommend Murilo because uh, Santiago's uh, answer was a little bit negative and focusing only on the negative. So again, uh, important to stay positive, focus on what you want instead of what you don't want anymore. Avoid as much as you can criticism and complaining because that looks really bad in an interview. And uh, also remember that if you're going to mention relocation, it has to be a consequence of getting the job, not the main reason for talking to the companies. You need to reassure the companies that you are excited about the opportunity and then you are willing to relocate to be there. And it's a happy coincidence that they, they are exactly where you want to live. So focus on the position, be specific about what you like, exactly like Murilo showed us, right? The values, the culture, what did you like, that? You, what did you read in the job description in the site that you like? Mention that. Awesome, that's great. It was very, it was very fun. Um, and uh, even though Murilo and Anurag got the jobs, I think Santiago and Marina, they deserve an Oscar seriously for acting so well <laughs> thank you so much guys yeah so um i think this was a very nice way to finish our talk today um as i mentioned at Hack, we offered this practice session right where um the candidate will be paired with one of us one of these amazing interview advisors um and uh, you will have 45 minutes uh to discuss you know how to answer the questions on the best way. You will get tips, you will get uh, hints on where to improve and so on, right? So yeah, so let's wrap it up. You know, unfortunately we are on schedule, but I think it was an amazing journey that we took today, right guys? Yeah, it was amazing. It was very enlightening. Um, I really enjoyed being here with you, with my team as well. So I just want to finish saying a big thank you to the interview preparation squad for accepting this challenge of coming live on the stage with me uh and also thank you so much guys for staying with us until the end you know and uh yeah again keep in mind it is uh it can be a long journey uh it takes a lot of effort but you know then relocating achieving your dream it comes consequently right so Thank you again, everyone. We hope we will see you guys practicing with us. All right. And uh, yeah, maybe we will see you again next, next year at the conference again. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Van Hack Podcast. Make sure to create your account at vanhack.com to access jobs that are hiring from abroad.